Welcome to the West Clinic Hellness to Wellness Podcast. This is taking people that are sick, out of hope, frustrated or confused with their medical recommendations, or are searching for another pathway to health, and it's finding incredible patient outcomes of people just Just like like you. you. And it's not just saying it. You can see and hear the hundreds of patient success stories on our website, blog, YouTube channel, and of course, right here, coming at you with over a century of patient success in the West Clinic system. Here's your host, Dr. Jason West. All right, you guys, are you tired of being sick and tired? This presentation is about what to do to treat your own personal energy deficits. So every time we visit with people in the office, they'll come in with a shoulder problem or a stomach problem or peripheral neuropathy, or Lyme disease, or they want supportive cancer therapy, and their underlying secondary concern is, I'm tired. I don't have the energy that I used to have. And so this presentation is all about how to beat the energy levels. And some of them are so simple. People really question me, and they'll be like, hey, does it really work? And I'm like, well, have you tried it? And those are things like putting your body on a schedule and making sure you're getting enough water. Water is so underrated when it comes to fatigue. But this is what we're going to put together, you guys, is a presentation on fatigue. And I'm excited to share with you some most common reasons to see doctors and then what most doctors aren't doing to help with fatigue. So this is the West Clinic Community Program. We've got a 1,000 members. It's a private Facebook group. And we're just talking about energy, energy deficits, fatigue, And then there's 13 recommendations of how to get your energy back. But here's what's fascinating about patients that are going in and seeing doctors, me and everybody else. This is a really interesting list that came out of the Mayo um, Journal. This is kind of a funny picture. (laughs) Someone said, why would I go to the doctor? I don't want a rubber glove going in a warm orifice. But here's what happened in 2013. Patient doctor visits the most prevalent conditions, and here's why the people go to the go to the doctor: how they look, how they move, how they sit, how they pump, how they filter, how they interact with the environment, how they conduct electricity, how they measure hydraulic pressure, how do they manage their computer, and how do they handle poison? And people are saying, "Well, wait a minute! I've never told anybody this is how I handle my hydraulic pressure, so I put it in a little bit different terms." How they look is skin disorders. How they move is arthritis. What's going on with their back or their core? Do they have cholesterol problems? Are they pumping sludge? Are they having respiratory conditions? Do they have anxiety or depression or cyclic mood disorders? Are their nerves not working right? Do they have high blood pressure, headaches and migraines? And then the last thing is how they handle sugar. But all of these conditions take energy. And this is the biggest deficiency in traditional medicine and in a lot of alternative medicine is we're not focusing on energy. And so let's go over that. And really what it all comes down to is people have lost control. I'm trying to get out of the way. There's my graphic that people are lost. Because when they come in, they say, you know what, I've lost control of my health. I've lost control of my body. I've lost control of my energy. And then what happens is people start going into addictions. And remember what addictions are? It's, it's looking for those things that you have to use to get throughout the day. So we have sugar, we have chocolate, we have caffeine, 
we have soda, we have so many different things that cause addictions, and then those short-term fixes, because what happens, and this happens all the time, what happens when people don't feel very good in the morning? They'll get up and they'll say, I'm, I'm going to skip breakfast, and then they're going to go get something quick. They'll get something fast, like uh, a soda or an energy drink, and then it'll give, it's like throwing gasoline on the fire. They'll get a bunch of energy on, and then what'll happen is the energy dies down. And so then what happens? We've got to get more energy. So we'll go back and we'll get some candy, or we'll get a chocolate bar, or we'll get a piece of cake, or a donut, or something like that, and the cycle just repeats. So let's stop doing that. Let's stop chasing things that we've lost, because really what we happens is we want a controlled mechanism. And I love this statement that no one ever claps when the plane lands right. But, oh my gosh, if the plane doesn't land right, bad things happen. So it's all about control. So one of the reasons why you don't always get the best outcome is because people have the wrong diagnosis, it's the wrong treatment plan, the wrong skill level, the patients don't heal, or the patient's not following the recommendations. So I want to make them really, really easy recommendations. Because what it is, it's all about energy. If you can maintain your cellular energy and the energy throughout their body, then you are going to be healthy. So when we start working with the patients, almost all of them have these common conditions. They're not eating right, they're not getting enough water, and they're not getting enough energy, which we call aerobic or anaerobic glycolysis. Now doctors have to invent really big words, and so what that means is if we are not having enough oxygen in the body, the byproducts are acid and um, pyruvate and lactic acid. When we have enough oxygen, if it's oxygen is the final electron acceptor in the electron transport chain, in the cells, what happens is the byproducts are carbon dioxide, which we're breathing out, and well, oxygen. So, the rules of health. Here's how we fix energy deficits, you guys. Number one, making sure we get enough water. Two, eating healthy and alive foods. Three, making sure your hormones are balanced. And in our, our wellness to wellness program that we've done in December, then we need another one in February. We're getting ready to do a third one on how to take people that are living here and have them live way up here. There's a really simple way to look at your hormones. You get your blood pressure lying down. Should be 120 over 80 with a pulse rate of 60 to 90. That's what you should lie down. Then when you stand up, your blood pressure should be 6 to 10 beats higher when you're standing up, and your pulse rate should stay the same. We call that Raglan's test. Now, on the opposite side, or, in, or another way to evaluate hormones, is to do something called the Broda-Barnes temperature test. And what that is, is we measure your temperature every morning. And you want to be between 97.7 and about 99 degrees. And so many people are low down. They're not feeling very well. And so with that being said, we want to help them to get their hormone balances back. And then the last one, which is the biggest energy zapper of them all, is chronic infection. And this is why it's so important to understand your blood tests and knowing what your white blood cell count is, knowing what your neutrophil count and your lymphocyte count is. Like that's on every um, auto differentiation, every complete blood cell test you can like, like just say right there if you have a viral infection or not. So let's start putting the body back together. So the first thing that I tell people is bodies crave order. If you can get your body on a schedule and go to bed at the same time, get up at the same time, 
Um, one of our best patient testimonials of Lily was came in with chronic Lyme disease, and I kept telling her, you got to get on the schedule, you got to get on the schedule, and she was telling me, well, when I'm tired, I go to sleep, and when I'm not tired, I get up, and I said, well, what is that? And she's like, it's all over the place, and we got her onto a schedule, and they have this miraculous outcome, and if you are what you eat, I, I love this statement here, if you are what you eat, are you fast, cheap, and easy? Now, I don't want people to start saying if they're fast, cheap, and easy, but I see some people on here, uh, Chris and, and Marge, and whoops, I got to get this off here, are looking at the, the, liking the video, so I don't want you to say that you're fast, cheap, and easy, but if you're eating everything that comes out of a box, a wrapper, or a can, you're not going to have very good health. So let's start putting energy back into your system. I love this statement that says, the closer your food is to the ground, the healthier you are. So here's what that means. If you take tomatoes or carrots or potatoes right out of the ground and eat it, the phytonutrient and the nutrient quality is so much higher than if it gets processed into a potato chip or even into juice or something similar to that. So the closer that your food is to the ground, the healthier you are, and it's not uncommon for people to feel tired and lethargic when they go out and they have a huge unbalanced meal of too many carbohydrates and processed foods. You would think that the food gives you energy. Instead, people are like, man, I got to go take a nap. Well, the reason why is because the food's not very healthy. The next thing, and we talked about this in our program too, if you eat breakfast, it's shown to improve your mentally and physically, not just waking up. But there was a study called the Australian Adolescent Study that showed that kids that had the same foods that ate breakfast, lunch, and dinner were a whole percentage or a whole grade point smarter than those that had the same food and did breakfast, dinner, and before bed. What you eat is really important. When you eat is really important. The next one is the water. I love this. Dihydrogen monoxide, or H2O is what we can call it. There's so many benefits from it. It helps with headaches, with migraine headaches, with blood pressure, with arthritis, with constipation, with irritable bowel syndrome, with chronic tired muscles. Most of the time, people aren't drinking enough water because they're drinking other stuff. They're drinking juice, they're drinking alcohol, they're drinking soda and energy drinks. And I don't have anything against smoothies, but it's not as healthy as if you're having just water and making sure you're getting healthy and alive foods. Okay, my producer is telling me that we got something going on here. I have a question. Chris has asked or asked, does intermittent fasting help with energy? So, Trisha Pasco, one of our thrivers. Hi, Trisha. By the way, I'm going to be calling you a little bit later tonight to review a couple things. Um, number one is she asked about intermittent fasting. Does it help with energy? I'm a huge fan of the intermittent fasting and getting on like an 18-6 program. And what that means is having 18 hours off, and I'm going to contradict myself a little bit later in the presentation, and then having a six-hour window to eat. And I think the best time to eat is breakfast and lunch and skip dinner. Now, so many times people have it backwards. Their biggest and their healthiest meal of the day is dinner. And then what do they do? They wind down and go to bed. And what does their body say? Well, we're going to, have a, uh, we're going to go across the desert tomorrow. I don't know when we're going to eat again, so we better store it up. I think it's one of the worst things that you can do for your metabolism is to eat your biggest meal right before you go to bed. So Tricia, the answer to your question 
is I think intermittent fasting is phenomenal. I'm on an intermittent fast right now. I'm eating breakfast and lunch on an 18-6 cycle. And then I'm making sure that I get lots of water throughout the day. And my goal is to get a gallon of water. And I think the intermittent fasting is so helpful to burn up your insulin and leptin stores and also get rid of your body inflammation. So yes, I think it's really healthy. Now going to the next thing, our deep breathing. So many times people either don't breathe right or for they got to breathe right. And one of my heroes, Dr. Andrew Weil, says that there's so many things that will get better just by helping people to remember if you're not feeling good, you're feeling some depression or anxiety, just do the small things and try and get 10 deep breaths. And the next time you're feeling tired or wore out, feeling like, oh, you know what, I got to go get a Red Bull or five-hour energy, I just want you to do this. Just try and get your rib cage literally just visualizing and going as close to your spine as possible, deep breathing, and then exhale 10 times doing this. It's so helpful for getting a little energy burst. The next thing is meditation. I think this is one of my favorite things to do with stress management. And remember, everybody, stress is not a disease. It just makes every disease worse. And so many times people have things bottled up where they're letting their external environment dictate what's happening to them internally. And I recognize in some situations you can't really control that, but you can control how you're going to manage stress. Now, I've heard meditation, deep breathing, journaling, exercising, weird people that garden, other weird people that ride horses. And I only say that because I'm teasing Macy and I'm teasing my grandma that used to garden. I'm not a green thumb person, but I think it's such a healthy outlet. For me, I really like to ride dirt bikes. I like to play the piano. I really like to read every morning. It doesn't matter what the activity is as long as it's a stress outlet. Now, meditation is one of the best. For a long time, after everybody would leave, I'd go into my dad's office and I'd just kind of sit there and think. And for years, I'd say, well, I just got to do nothing for a while. What I recognize now, it was my own form of meditation. And I think meditating and talking to yourself is so healthy. If you need a good stress outlet, get away from everybody and talk to yourself. It connects the right side of your brain and the left side of the brain through this connective thing called the corpus callosum. It really helps for you to manage stress. The other thing that's so good for stress and for energy is to get outside. I mean, the study showing 20 minutes outside helps to increase energy and vitality. There was a 2010 study by lead author Richard Ryan concluded that nature is the fuel for the soul and it helps people to build resilience to physical illness. The other thing is that if you have a healthy amount of essential fatty acids in your skin, then when the sunlight hits it, it converts 7-hydro-D-cholesterol into cholecalciferol. So what does that mean? It converts healthy fats into this amazing substance known as vitamin D3. And what does vitamin D3 do? It helps with moods, emotions, your immune system, your bone structure. So get outside and get outside when the sun is at the highest. For me, it's really difficult, but I periodically I'll run out back between our office and the freeway to get in the sun when it's perpendicular to where we live and you can get so much benefit from a real quick um, exposure to the sunlight converting the cholesterol in your skin to vitamin D. Every single day we have interactions that can stress us out and make happy. And don't be constantly over 
stretching yourself. One of the things I encourage people that have fibromyalgia and chronic fatigue syndrome is to make sure that they're comfortable in saying no. Because so many times you have a plate of responsibilities and problems. What happens is other people are trying to offload their problems to you, either emotionally or physically or at work. And the ability to stand up for yourself and to say, look, I just want to live my life for me and to say no or what lines up for me. In some regards, it's really healthy to have a not-to-do list. I mean, I've got a to-do list like a mile wide. And one of my coaches, Brandon Allen, who I give big props to, has told me one day, Jason, stop. Like your, your, your list, you're never, ever, in three lifetimes, you're not going to get your to-do list done. Instead, why don't you start making a list of things that I consciously am not doing so that I get things done? And I'm not saying that you need to be a slacker or a hermit or antisocial, but I am saying that there is a certain peace and a power that's associated with living your life for you and being able to really line up for that. Another one that I really like. Now, there's all types of different music. I'm kind of a little bit schizophrenic because I was trained as a classical pianist and I love Chopin and Beethoven and Bach and yet when I go skiing or a dirt bike rider, what do I like to do? I like to listen to 80s rock because there's the rapid upbeat of music really helps your, your body to get... I mean, music is therapeutic and some studies are suggesting that the type of music is as healthy as a nap. Now, if you're a student or you've got to get some cognitive stuff done, having a colder temperature is really conducing to helping you stay awake. Um, one of my favorite stories about Thomas Jefferson is that when he was memorizing the New Testament, he would go to, to work, um, he would manage to do his amazing creative things of Monticello, and of course he writes the Declaration of Independence. But when he wanted to study really hard, you know what he would do as a study hack? which I have tried this, I can't do it, he would put his feet in a bucket of ice water. And because he knew that it would help to make it sure that he didn't get fatigued, and he thought that there would be more blood supply up into the brain. So I thought that was a great idea. I've tried it a couple times, wasn't able to pull it off. Thomas Jefferson, a man's man. Now, this, this is what Tricia asked about eating consistently. Now, if you're not concerned about metabolism and believe it or not there's people that that are out there and people like my wife she is such a reactive hypoglycemic it's very difficult for her to go extended periods without eating and I haven't figured out exactly how to bust through that in an intermittent fasting model but she does a lot better with small consistent meals than, than three big meals or two big meals and so if you have that feeling of nauseousness or tiredness or headache or things like that, because you're not getting food to your nervous system, which we call neuroglycopenia, which means if the nerves, if the blood sugar drops, the nerves fail, then you need to eat consistently every couple of hours. The other thing I encourage people to do is when you're feeling like you're dragging, avoid the fake energy foods. Five-hour energy, energy drinks, caffeine, carbonation, sugar, and the worst one of all, in my opinion, is diet soda drinks. Diet soda is fantastic marketing, but the biochemistry behind it doesn't make sense because what's happening is they're like, okay, we're going to take the carbs or the sugar out of this drink. We're going to ramp up the protein levels. It's going to be higher than the normal, and they're taking proteins that aren't exactly healthy for you, and they're putting it into a system, and they're saying, hey, you know what? You don't have any carbs here, but it's toxic. 
I just, it's very rare for me to run into someone that drinks diet soda consistently that feels healthy. And you know what? Most people know this already. When we were doing our workup, I just had a patient the other day saying, you know what? To get through the day, I have to drink some Diet Dr. Pepper. And she said, don't, I don't want to lecture about it. I, I already know what you're going to say. And I said, okay, so let me just be your accountability partner. You know that you shouldn't be drinking it, and I know that you shouldn't be drinking it. I'm just going to ask you next time you come into the office. But it's a fake prop. It's a fake crutch. And so many times when we're not balanced on the inside, which means we're not healthy here, what we're trying to do is we try and cheat. Chocolate, sugar, smoking, cigarettes, caffeine, energy drinks, uh, sugar thing, donuts, alcohol, prescription drug therapy, And it's a sign of a deficiency. If we don't take care of the deficiency, which is healthy habits, going to bed at the same time, getting up on the same time, eating healthy and alive foods, then we have a deficiency. So avoid the fake energy. Now, the social interactions either make or break you. A big shout-out to Benjamin Hardy. wrote a fantastic book that's called Willpower Isn't Working. And he says that the reason why people fall into bad habits or addictive behavior is because their environment is not very healthy. And the environment not being healthy is something so important for you and your interactions socially. There's good social interactions and there's not so good social interactions. So to the extent that you can put parameters around toxic relationships and really cultivate and invest in healthy social relationships, it's really helpful for your energy. And then uh, some really neat acupuncture points or what I like to do this acupuncture point right at the crease of the wrist and the arm. That's one of them. Another one that I like is meeting in the valleys, which is right here in the crease between your thumb and your hand. And then right by that bone down on your ankle, the medial malleolus at the very bottom of the foot, four finger widths up. There's an acupuncture point there called unwelcome house guest that I like that I visualize getting rid of toxins and parasites and bad emotions and energy And then on the outside of your leg, right by the head of the fibula, there's a little bone on the outside of your leg, just a little bit down from your knee, is an acupuncture point called leg three mile, which is your stamina point. And you don't even have to hit those with needles. You can hit some of these points here, and I'm sure there's other points. My other acupuncturists are going to say, look, you should do the different points. One of my patients actually tattooed the points that I told her for energy and vitality so that she could remember to, to rub it. helped her so much. She got a tattoo in each spot and because it really, really makes a difference. And then, of course, that being said, nap time, it's really good for you. The, the studies are showing that naps increase mental stamina. They decrease uh, cardiovascular disease. They decrease your risk and the helpful in the management of diabetes. And so it took me years and years. There was probably a 25-year gap between, or maybe even longer, when I would take naps. And now when I get a periodic nap in, I just so feel so refreshed. And then the last part of our presentation, and this is right out of our Hellness to Wellness program, which, by the way, version 3 is coming up March 22nd through the 26th, is chronic infections. This is like someone plugging an extension cord into your body and literally stealing your energy. And it could be human herpes simplex 1, the cold sore virus, or the chicken pox virus, or the Epstein-Barr virus, or it could be the adenovirus, or the rhinovirus, or the cytomegaly. I mean, there's so many different viruses. 
but so many times the virus gets inside of your system, and then what happens is your immune system and nervous system accept it as being normal, and it doesn't respond. And this is a really easy way to check. You do a, a complete blood cell count, and you look at your white blood cell levels. They should be between 6 and 8. Your lymphocyte count, which is your viral fighter, should be around 30. If you know those two ratios, it's so easy to determine if there's a chronic viral infection or not because what will happen is your white blood cells count will stay normal and your viral count will elevate typically 20%, so over 36. So if you have access to a blood test, your own blood test, and this is one of the recommendations for people is like you should develop your own medical binder where you should be asking for records from whatever doctor or health fair or nurse practitioner or physician's assistant, immediate care, whoever you go to. I would ask for a copy of the blood test and the imaging report for your own personal records because when you take that in to the doctor, it makes it so easy for us to have figure out what's going on. But understanding if you have a chronic infection and a viral infection, if your white blood cell count is static and your viral count starts going up, it means that your immune system, which should act like a guard dog, and when a bad guy comes into your house, it should chase him off. What's happening is the dogs aren't doing anything. And they're like, yeah, go ahead. You can steal the electronics and the jewelry and the silverware. Just take it. Well, the dogs aren't doing anything. That's what's happening so many times when people have a viral infection longer for 30 days. So, you guys, that's our quick report on the energy deficit. So there's some really simple rules that are so powerful. Getting your body on a schedule, eating healthy and alive food, eating consistently, getting lots of water. And, and again, this is one of the most underrated things in healthcare. Water, water, water. If you drink water, at least 60 ounces, I think a better goal is around 100 ounces a day. It is so healthy for so many things. It helps to detoxify your system. So many pe times when people have metabolism issues and they can't lose weight, I think it's because they're chronically dehydrated and the body does not have ability to get toxins out of the adipose tissue and get it over to the liver and the kidneys to be excreted. And so what happens is the body holds on to it. And so many times people will say, well, Dr. West, I, I took your advice and I started drinking. All I did was go to the bathroom like crazy. And I said, good for you. You know what that means? That means that you're urinating out toxins and stored up energy and, and chronic infections and old cells. And it's so good for you. To, and your body will adapt if you have time period you're going through and you're drinking water. And, and, and what will happen is, is over time you'll go to the bathroom less and less. But if you haven't had water for a while and then you start drinking a bunch, your body has the ability to get rid of stuff and you'll urinate a lot. Keep going. Now, one other thing that I wanted to mention before I close, and that's this, is if you are um, drinking water and you never feel satisfied, and, I, and I've had this happen frequently in the last couple of weeks, maybe it's just because I'm aware of it and, and, and it's just sticking out for me, is people say, I drink a drink of water, I never feel satisfied. It's because there's no minerals for the water to hold on to. You're mineral deficient. So making sure that we're having magnesium and potassium and calcium, and selenium, and zinc, and, and magnesium, and manganese are so important for you to get. If you have those, then you'll drink water and you'll be satisfied. So you guys, that's a real quick overview. Uh, my producer, Caden's telling me you got a, a question. Can you show um, Sherlyn Brown on your website? What is a good uh, estimate for the high cholesterol? Okay, Sherlyn, let's go through this right here. You can follow me along. 
Uh, Sherilyn and I go way back. Um, we got to be visiting with you and Elwin here in just a minute. So West Clinic Online, I'm just going to walk you through how you get um, a lot of the supplements that we're talking about. If I haven't custom formulated one for you, you can follow me just on this link right here. You go right into the West Clinic Online, then you go into Shop here, and you'll pull up the, a little store. It has two options. There's what's called Patients Only and in the public. So you go down right here, and Sherlyn, you click Patient Only Supplements right here. And this little thing will pop. It says Enter a Passcode. And we've done that because we want to make sure that we are be able to help people the best way, which is to have a relationship with them. But you just type in West Clinic, all one word, all uh, lowercase, and you hit continue. And Sherlyn, here you go, voila, you got keys to the vault. So everything that we have inside of the office is everything is inside of our store. There's uh, tons and tons of different uh, different things to help you. We can do a custom formulation. We also can uh, search through the store here. Let me, uh, let me help you find this. The one that I like, there's a couple of them. This is the one that I would recommend for you, Sherlyn. It's called Cholestamed. This is a formula that my dad put together. It has some niacin. It has red rice yeast in it. It has some milk thistle. And what it does is it helps to clean out the, the liver it's really good for cholesterol. It's not expensive. Um, it's usually $387 a bottle, and now it's on sale for $27. i am teasing. It's $27 a bottle. Usually I have to people take two in the morning and two at night. If there's a significant concern with cholesterol, you can take two, three times a day. Sometimes we'll add another liver formula associated with that called hepatotrophin, or liveplax if they're not responding, but almost always this is the best thing that I know what to do for cholesterol. My dad's formula called Cholestamed that he custom formulated in the 80s, and that's how you get to the supplement regimen. All right, um, that's ending our show for today. Now, we're going to be back here inside of our West Clinic community next week with um, one of our patients that had a miraculous story of going from chronic pain to not chronic pain. I helped him some. He did some other lifestyle. We're, we're getting all of the Zoom. He, he lives in a state far, far away. We're trying to get all of our Zoom stuff together. I'm excited to share that with you. As a reminder, you guys, we're doing our Hellness to Wellness 3 that's coming up on March 22nd to the 26th. We, it's new and updated. It gets better every time. We've got a new workbook and stuff put together. There's a link that we'll post inside the West Clinic community. It's a little bit different from the one in December and the one in February. This one, I'm adding a little bit different things. Remember, we talked about addiction patterns. And also, for the Thrivers Club, which we're moving to in just a minute, um, we're giving you some backdoor access to the, the health and wellness protocols, the energy protocols. And of course, I'm going to be reaching out to you to make sure that we're serving you the best. That's through our Thrivers Club. I'm so excited. We have a growing, growing list there. And uh, what's really fun about that is we can deliver healthcare services, advice, and custom formulation at a much higher level. And I hope that you'll consider doing that because once we hit capacity on that, that's it. Well, that's who we're going to be working with. And so if you haven't had the opportunity to know about the Thrivers Club, um, we'll get you some information on that.
I'm Dr. Jason West, signing off on behalf of my producer, one of my favorite people in the world, my son, Caden. That's our show today. I'll see you guys inside of the Thrivers Club for those members. We'll see you guys next week. Thank you for listening to the Hellness to Wellness podcast. Every week, we're sharing stories of people beating their disease or restored hope, treatments most doctors don't even know about, and information you need to live your life at the highest level. Remember, live, don't just exist. Do us a favor. Please like the show and give us a rating on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. It really helps to share the message of health and hope. For additional resources like booking appointments and free video masterclasses, check out www.drjasonwest.live. It's internet information you can trust. Here's to your energy, balance, and longevity. And we'll see you on the next Hellness to Wellness episode where you'll be saying, man, I feel good.